Well, some changes are coming to the White House. The White House press office announced on Friday that more stringent guidelines for its press hard passes, which allows journalists to access the White House grounds, will typically take several months to authorize and process. Uh, Fred Lucas is the chief uh, news correspondent and manager of investigative reporting uh, at the Daily Signal with the Heritage Foundation, and he joins us. Fred, good to have you with us. Were you surprised by this move by the White House? Uh, yeah, I, I think so a little bit. The um, I, uh, I'm surprised as much that they did it as I am the, the, the way they've done it. It's been very uh, – they offer no transparency. They're not saying who – how many people and, and – who are who is affected exactly? Uh, I, I, and, and unless the person directly knows uh, or talks to other people, you're not going to know. Uh, and and they're not really answering a lot of questions about it. The White House press office says that uh, the intent here is to revise the hard pass requirements to be consistent with that of prior administrations. Um, which prior administrations are they talking about? Well, they're not talking about Barack Obama, and they're not talking about uh, President Trump. So I don't know uh, if they're trying to go back to FDR or, or Woodrow <laughs> Wilson or something like that. I, it could be. I mean, this, this, uh, Joe Biden <laughs> is, is part of an older generation. So, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, this is uh, this. It had always been pretty consistently apolitical in the past. It was always uh, you. You got the hard pass through. There was a waiting process usually that happened, and eventually you got the hard pass through the Secret Service uh, and a background check. And if you pass the background check, uh, then you would uh, would have a hard pass. So these changes, uh, uh, according to the office, they say that it it centers around the condition that everybody works for a reputable news outlet. Uh, hard pass requests need to be. Written to uh, written on official letterhead from the journalist employer. Additionally, the media outlet's contact person needs to verify that the applicant meets all of the press credentialing requirements. Um, it, it, that's an interesting word. I think reputable. Now, I, I don't know that you need to have every Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, running around the pe- press room, but but what are the, the the guidelines as being a reputable news outlet? Well, uh, what the White House is trying to say is that you have to be credentialed to cover Capitol Hill. Uh, that's a whole other story there. Capitol Hill effectively requires that only for-profit uh, news outlets uh, be, be able to uh, ac- access a uh, full-time credential uh, there. So so in that case uh, – uh, or in the case of Data Signal, the Data Signal is the news division – uh, or part of the Heritage Foundation, so which is a nonprofit. So, 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 in that, in that sense, you're uh, eliminating any anyone affiliated with a nonprofit. Um, and and now the White House has uh, decided to adopt this. How do you view this? Do you view this as a a stifling of of uh, the press's access to the White House? Uh, how have these how it's, have these 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 meetings gone for you when you've been in there? Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a starting point, I think, for the Biden administration. They, I think, they view maybe uh, claiming um, what well, you have to have a congressional pass. They think that's sort of low hanging fruit, or saying you have to have a Supreme Court pass. They see that as a uh, low hanging fruit for now, and then they're going to expand and put more requirements in. Uh, and, and it's it's 
it's it's a purging of uh, non-compliant media. I think is or media the the Biden White House considers non-compliant uh, people that they don't want in there or that they might find uh, troubling or annoying or they don't like the coverage. And I I think uh, that that's a problem. I mean, uh, however you feel about one news organization or another, I think what we don't want in America is a presidential administration, whether it's Republican or Democrat, to be able to pick and choose what media outlets are able to cover them. Well, I agree. And and I think as a as a, a news outlet ourselves, I think um, the, the, the idea that others wouldn't uh, be allowed to be involved because of some stipulation or new uh, or new system that they're putting in place, I, I, I find that to be counterproductive. I also found it to be counterproductive when the Trump administration w- weren't holding daily meetings. So so I yeah. think there has to be a balance of allowing uh, accredited credible news outlets uh, into these press briefings to ask questions that their audiences care about. I, I think that's pretty fundamental. Um, in the meantime, yeah. uh, in the meantime, you wrote an interesting piece. We, we were watching closely uh, these uh, uh, testimonies given yesterday by two IRS whistleblowers. Um, and, and they basically said that there was slow rolling on this investigation. There were roadblocks put in their place. The DOJ, the FBI, the IRS, uh, all got uh, involved and put their hands into the mud and stirred the pot, and they weren't able to, to in the end, charge Hunter Biden with the felonies that they thought he deserved based on the evidence that turned up in their investigation. Um, what were, in your mind, some of the, the key moments from that uh, testimony yesterday? Yeah, well, what, uh, they, they, these uh, two whistleblowers they talked about as far back as um, – as, as, as far back as 2021, uh, a lot of the investigators felt like there was enough there to charge Hunter Biden with a felony. Um, and, uh, and and they, they also talked about uh, David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in this case. Um, he said that I'm not the deciding official on this. Uh, and, and at that point, they, they knew that there had been political interference. Uh, they talked about how there was an environment that the DOJ pushed that said that uh, that made investigators afraid to ask certain questions. And uh, one, one uh, important part of this is that um, during the election, during the 2020 uh, campaign season, uh, they were constantly told, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, because uh, you might do election interference. That, that, and that is part of the uh, Justice Department uh, policy not always followed to a T as you're seeing now uh, with Trump. But uh, uh, but uh, once once the campaign was over, once Biden was elected, um, then then the investigators were constantly told, well, uh, you, this the juice might not be worth the squeeze uh, in terms of pushing this, and let's not push too hard into Joe Biden. They were limited from asking really any questions that might lead to Joe Biden. And and also they weren't allowed or they, they didn't have access. They, they didn't know about this FD-1023, uh, which is the FBI uh, confidential informant that um, had a credible allegation of bribery against uh, Joe Biden. Which, which Chuck President. Grassley just released today. Right, right, right. So, so I mean, that that is something that's uh, – uh, I, I, a pretty shocking thing as, as when, once you put all these things together, it is pretty shocking what the Biden family has been doing. 
Well, and, and here's the other thing. I, I, somebody's lying here, and it's either these whistleblowers or it's David Weiss who held special investigator status because he says that— Or it's the attorney general. Or it's the attorney, well. sure. But but there, somebody is not being truthful here because David Weiss maintains that he's been able to handle the investigation as he saw fit— uh, and, and this is still an ongoing investigation, but he says he was able to charge. He, he had all the uh, the rights um, under his his title that that any other before him had is what he maintains. These whistleblowers maintain something completely differently. How do we get to the bottom of this? Uh, well, it's, it's going to require, I think, uh, putting Weiss under oath. It's going to require putting Garland under oath again. And, and, and I think uh, we're just going to see where... Where this goes from here, because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been talk of impeaching Merrick Garland for a little while, mm-hmm. um, and and David Weiss, who who at one point apparently wanted to be a special counsel because he could not get any cooperation from uh, Biden appointed uh, U.S. attorneys in D.C. or California, and that's that. Uh, however, when the heat got turned up a little bit, uh, he seemed to fall in line with his boss um that's justice department yep. uh and and and, and for, first he said i had complete authority and then there were some questions came up about that so 23 days later weiss writes another letter to congress saying well actually i don't have complete authority i right. had complete authority in my jurisdiction but not not charging anyone in, in another jurisdiction uh and uh and that actually contradicts everything yeah that yeah, um, it, it, the attorney general had said, which is that he has complete authority. Over yeah, it, 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 somebody's not being truthful, but we need to get to the bottom of it. Uh, Fred Lucas, uh, appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, you got it. Got to take a break. Would love to hear from you. 800-859-0957. More next on JR Afternoon.